of product thinking. I am Kyle Evans. And this week, this month, we're talking about Taylor Swift, Quiet Quitting, Ninja Turtles, and Books, the monthly wrap from de- December. So another month, another uh, host of great articles, listens, books, and other finds from product thinking around the internet. So here is what you may have missed or what you may have read from the previous month. So first up, uh, from product thinking from this newsletter and podcast, which of course you can find at productthinking.cc. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can go over there, check out all of the posts and newsletters and subscribe uh, for free to the weekly newsletter or upgrade to the paid version, which would be awesome. You can support this podcast, support the newsletter, support everything that I am doing. So first up, uh, the top books of 2022. You know, I love reading and good reads, which is why we review a book each month. And we've had a bunch of good ones this year. I put together some of my favorites that we reviewed from 2022. And we talked about that in a recent podcast episode as well. And I've included uh, several books as well that I read that have nothing to do with product management, UX, software, or uh, anything really business related, generally speaking, but are definitely worth reading to expand what you're thinking about and what we're thinking about. So definitely check out that article and that podcast episode, uh, which you can find wherever you're listening to this podcast and wherever you get your product thinking podcast. And of course, over at productthinking.cc as well on the newsletter, uh, where you can add to your reading list for 2023, if you haven't checked out uh, those books, uh, definitely some really, really good ones from the previous year. So check that one out. Uh, Next up, Chat GPT and Cautious Optimism, another post from this last month. Uh, By now, you have definitely heard of Chat GPT, though a bit of the hype feels like it has worn off. Uh, You know, it is still a fascinating technology and a leap forward in what we're calling AI for right now, in pattern recognition and the application of the underlying technology in a way that's going to shift the way that many of us work. I still don't think it puts a whole bunch of people out of jobs, like many people were saying initially, but it does eventually shift the type of work many people do. And it moves humans up the value curve, in my opinion. Uh, which I think is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what the implications of that, what the implications of that are uh, going forward. And of course, you can probably hear that I'm still somewhat getting over the cold that I have had for it feels like months now, and my voice is almost fully recovered. Uh, I'm getting there gradually and hopefully soon, uh, but sounding much better than I have uh, over the past few weeks. But that is ChatGPT and Cautious Optimism. Optimistic about the future, but definitely check out that post. Uh, Still really, really interesting technology and really, really excited to see the way that this starts to shape up over the future. 
And finally, from Product Thinking, 4,000 Weeks, uh, Time Management for Mortals, the book that we reviewed at the beginning of the month. Uh, This book also made my list of topics for the year, and I really can't recommend it enough. I feel like so many of us are overwhelmed with everything we do, but the truth is that we simply can't do everything. It is literally impossible. And we have to face that fact. We have to learn to live with our finite time and this discomfort of having to choose. That's part of being human. Uh, But once we embrace it, we can actually begin to make better choices and free ourselves from the guilt of not being able to do it all, to focus on what is important. And I know I'm still working on a lot of that, but it's a good mindset. It's something that I, I don't think we talk about nearly enough when we talk about time management, when we talk about productivity. We always talk so much about how to do more uh, rather than accepting the fact that often we can't do more and that's okay. We can really live within the bounds that we have and we can learn to accept that and we can learn that you know we, we just really can't do all and there's discomfort in that, but we can accept that, that discomfort and we can learn to prioritize, which is a big part of what we do within product and within a lot of the roles that we have. So how can we choose those things and choose the most important and put those at the top and then ultimately accept that we just can't do many of those other things and that's okay. I had a really interesting conversation uh, uh, just yesterday actually with uh, an inventor and uh, and product person um, about that and, and that episode uh, for my other podcast will be coming out uh, in a few weeks where we talk about that prioritization in invention and in product development, uh, which is super interesting. So I'll of course talk about that more uh, when that episode uh, comes out, but uh, definitely top of mind and super interesting conversation. So we'll look for that uh, in the coming weeks. So some other articles from around the interwebs, uh, Direct to consumer is dying. It's time for a new paradigm. Uh, this came from Wired. Uh, it's it was really hot for a while to go directly to consumers. Brands like Harry's, Huel, Allbirds, uh, etc. eschewed traditional marketing and retail channels to build their companies by cutting out any middlemen. Uh, but things have started to shift back, which is why I found this uh, article really interesting. Uh, quoting from it. The retailers who will win in 2023 are those focused on building authentic connections to their customers through all of these avenues. These businesses will thrive by becoming channel agnostic. Agnostic. The tools exist now to operate a store everywhere, reaching hundreds on the high streets, on the high street to billions on YouTube and TikTok, TikTok as well as niche communities in Web3. So it's really about uh, not necessarily eschewing uh, some of the traditional uh, retail channels, but embracing all possible uh, channels and and building some of those relationships in a variety of different ways, which uh, I think is really, really interesting. So not just direct to consumer, but also embracing uh, a variety of, of different channels. So definitely check that one out. Another article, 2022 phrase of the year, quiet quitting. I still don't like and have never liked the phrase quiet quitting, uh, mostly because I think it's misused or softened more than it should be. Quiet quitting uh, isn't just about doing your job nine to five and then disengaging. That's For me, that's normal work-life balance. Uh, quiet quitting is much deeper disengagement for me, uh, but we seem to not want to approach that. Um, 
for me, it's about being present in your job, but only to the minimal level, which may mean uh, physically being present, but not actively doing much uh, of anything and finding different levels of that, depending on your role. That is what quiet quitting means to me. Uh, And I think that we've honestly misused the term for most of the year, but uh, you know, quiet quitting has come to mean, you you know, going in and, and doing a really good job for, you know, nine to five and then not being engaged after that, which is honestly more just like finding a healthy cutoff point, which I, I don't think the term quiet quitting captures that uh, correctly. I think that quiet quitting is, is a deeper uh, disengagement, uh, but uh, that's why I think that we're misusing that. Anyway, it's a hot topic and it's been a hot topic all year as the article states and everyone has had their say on it. That's my say on it. And I probably won't write anything about it because um, I think we've, we've talked a ton about it, but it's interesting to kind of think about that. And I, I think that it's uh, probably more on a spectrum than a single definition. Maybe I will talk more about it. This, this probably isn't the end. All right. Next article is live music broken. It's not just Ticketmaster. It's everything. Uh, this is just come to the fore, obviously with Taylor Swift, which I think is great. Ticketmaster is the worst. But it's, it always feels like there's nothing you can do about it because there isn't. It is a virtual monopoly because it controls everything vertically in the industry. And you can't do a concert tour without them, uh, which this article goes through, and which is great, which is also why it's so great to see them fail so spectacularly with the most powerful musician in the industry right now, uh, even if it will ultimately amount to very little. Uh, you know, Obviously, when you're powerful, nothing really happens to you. Uh, and I expect that Ticketmaster really won't suffer uh, any meaningful consequences, which is really, really too bad. It will probably take um, much more and will probably take more innovation from within the industry to really disrupt uh, Ticketmaster the way that innovation came and disrupted uh, some of the uh, monopolies like, um, you know, things like Internet Explorer. You know, it wasn't... um, necessarily uh the you know breaking up of uh, you know it wasn't necessarily the government that was able to come in and disrupt that in a meaningful way it was it was much more uh, the disruption of other companies but then you know some of those other companies then become monopolies themselves and so you know what will it be that ends up disrupting that i don't know um and will it end up being better probably not you know maybe to some degree at some point you know, quoting from the article, the nightmarish experience Taylor Swift fans went through earlier this year has sparked debate over monopolies and how tickets are sold, but it's more than just Swift's upcoming tour. The entire concert industry is facing unprecedented challenges. So check that one out. Really good, uh, interesting read from some of the history of it from, you know, when Pearl Jam uh, tried to uh, take on uh, Ticketmaster and their monopoly, you know, way back in the 90s and, and failed at it as well. So some good listens as well. Um, User Journey Management, a conversation with CEO Joachim uh, van der Veer from uh, Amsterdam, which I visited uh, last month. And it was was an absolutely great, great visit. Loved it. Uh, Great, uh, great place to visit. Great uh, people. uh, Just a whole bunch of great things to say about it. But anyway, about this podcast, Um, you know, a business is creating value for its customers. Uh, but to do that effectively, you need your whole organization aligned in creating and maintaining 
and excellent user experience. Having a journey-led organization allows you to have one common denominator for all teams to understand. What are the priorities from a user perspective? So in this episode, um, Joachim and myself discussed the benefits of being journey-led and the tools to get there and so much more. It was a really, really great conversation. Um, he leads a company that is that specializes in helping you create a journey uh, management and, and journey maps for your organization, which is super useful, super interesting stuff. And we talked about that. We talked about the, the benefits of being a journey led as a, as a company and, and how you can go about that, how you can start and, and why it's so important. So really great conversation, really interesting uh, software tools that he and his company are creating. So definitely check that one out. Uh, another podcast episode, You But Better, this one comes from Hidden Brain. Um, a good episode, especially as we head into the new year and many of us are thinking about resolutions. So quoting uh, from this, it's the time of year when many of us make resolutions for the year ahead. We pledge to quit smoking, eat better, get more exercise. Then a few weeks go by and we abandon our best laid plans. That's because change is hard. And so uh, this is a conversation with behavioral scientist Katie Milkman, who shares how we can structure our lives to do what we know is good for us. So check that one out. Um, now some books um, outside of the normal reading. And this one is Sea of Tranquility. I just finished reading this one. Uh, and it is a speculative fiction book. And it was really good. It has all the elements that I love in speculative fiction. Um, but I won't give them away. So you can enjoy exploring them for yourself. From the same author who wrote... Uh, the uh, the Glass Hotel and Station Eleven, uh, which was also Station Eleven, the HBO series. I am about to read Station Eleven. I haven't read the book. I watched the HBO series, which is absolutely one of my favorite uh, favorite TV series. I thought it was just so so good. So I'm super excited to read that, read that book. But I jumped into uh, this one first for some reason. I I don't know why. I just I picked it up and and wanted to read it. And so did thought it was really good finally some interesting finds from this month uh teenage mutant ninja turtles cowabunga collection we finally started exploring this on our playstation over the holiday break and it was a blast you know i grew up on ninja turtles so it has a lot of nostalgia for me uh, but our kids think it's a blast too playing some of the old school arcade games um they aren't difficult and and make for a good time so definitely worth checking out if you're into some old school old style games or just fun games uh, Ninja Turtle. You can't go wrong with Ninja Turtles, so uh, definitely check that that one out. Uh, it's, I think it's on most uh, game platforms. We're playing it on PS5, but I think you can check it out on other ones as well. Um, super fun. So anyway, that is our podcast for this week and our wrap up for the month of December. Uh, you know, talking about a whole bunch of things. You know, Taylor Swift, Quiet Quitting, Ninja Turtles books, and more. Uh, if you like this, don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcast. Uh, go over to productthinking.cc, subscribe to the, the newsletter. We have a, a free version, paid version, and take your pick. Uh, follow us on social media. You can follow me at Kyle Larry Evans, and you can also follow uh, this podcast at Product Thinking. That's just one uh, T in the middle. You can do that on Twitter and now on TikTok. So we're... I am doing some TikTok, so just started with that. We'll get some more up as well. 
but check us out on Twitter and TikTok. And until next time, keep questioning those assumptions and we'll talk again soon.